Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to slash watching One Cross Radio, and today we are joined by nobody. Uh, this is the first solo episode I've done in quite some time. Uh, I'm a little nervous, because I don't generally dig flying solo for the, uh, for the podcast episodes, but I wanted to do one. Um, as I shared on the last episode with Sam... Uh, and over a blog post that I actually wrote for the first time in forever a couple weeks ago, um, that the Lord has blessed me with full-time work, which is awesome. But, uh, the side effect of that is my schedule and ability to, uh, meet with people even over Skype has, uh, reduced a fair bit. Um, so I'm not able to get to this as often as I would like. So today I am testing out doing a solo episode to see if my feelings have changed. Uh, that way I can come up with a, uh, a better schedule. Um, I don't know what the new schedule will be because I'd still like as often as possible to have guests. I don't want the only voice to be my own. Um, and I generally like doing these with people. It's the conversation. It's getting to the heart and the fun. Um, and I just have less fun doing it solo. Not that I don't have any fun. It's just, it's less fun. Uh, yeah. So we're today is a test. Uh, please let me know in the comments if uh, you think I could do this solo more. If you'd, if you'd be into that. Um, okay. So today we are going to be talking about Godzilla. Mostly because I've been on a giant Godzilla kick as of late. Um recently if you've uh if you follow us on instagram you'll see that three days in a row four days in a row something like that i was posting uh about what godzilla movies i was watching i've just been on a kick because uh, these are really fun movies uh and kind of what set it off aside from my insane excitement for um godzilla king of the monsters which comes out this may and is almost at the same level of anticipation and excitement that I have for Avengers uh, Endgame. Like, it, it's high up there. Um, I was searching for a title for the, the blog post because when I do the uh, collection of thoughts, I like to number them for no real reason other than my own. Um, it entertains me. And then I, <laughs> I was looking through uh, coming up with titles because it's the 10th one and 10 10 is a hard one to do because not many franchises hit 10 movies now more than you'd anticipate have hit 10 um but like i said in the post most of them are are straight to dvd horror movies um or straight to dvd affairs not that those are always bad looking at you tremors tremors is a lot of fun the first movie was awesome, but it's the only one that was theatrical. Um, but I, I enjoy that franchise. Anyways, um, Godzilla is about to release its 34th film this coming May, which is bonkers. Uh, and I'm stoked for it. It looks awesome. And then we're getting number 35, Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, in 2020, which will probably be the cap off and possibly be the end uh to the legendary monster verse that they've set up which is both cool because it might go out on a high note but also kind of a bummer because i i like that franchise and outside of marvel it's the one that's cracked the whole shared universe thing 
uh, very well. Um, the best. DC is not there yet. Come on, DC. Get it together. Anyways, so back to Godzilla. Um, so today I'm just going to talk about the movies, I guess. Um, not all of them, because, again, there's 34. And I've seen most of them. I don't own most of them. Um, mostly because they're hard to come by. And some of them, while even on a fun monster romp level, they're not necessarily that good. So I just, I don't want them. But I'll, I still enjoy them. So, the franchise kicked off in 1954 with this masterpiece. And, listener, you can't see it, but I'm holding up my DVD copy of Gojira. Also, it's a DVD set with the, um, the 1955 American version, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And by 1955, I mean 1956. Uh... The original is a friggin' masterpiece. It is gorgeously shot. Uh, it is tragic at points. Because the whole thing is a metaphor about atomic testing, uh, nu uh, nuclear weapons. Look up other reviews that articulate this better than I am. But it's, it's a metaphor and a good one. And it's mankind, in this case especially Japan, uh, paying for their sins. Um... Godzilla is less a, a hero or villain, and he's just a destructive force of nature in this movie. He shows up, lays waste. The imagery is insane. There's one heartbreaking scene as Godzilla's destroying downtown Tokyo, and that whole sequence is just wonderful. Um, but this mother is holding her child in a building that's about to be destroyed, and she's like, we'll be with daddy in heaven soon. Uh, and then the building is destroyed. Uh, oh my gosh, the imagery in that movie is just so good. And sure, you could talk about the it not holding up as well as other movies or whatever. To me, it does. Um, like, it's definitely a pro product of 1954. But that's not a bad thing. King Kong, the original, is a product of 1933 and it still looks great. Um... But we'll touch on King Kong a little bit in, in a little bit. Uh, so then the Japanese one, at the time, originally, it was considered slightly insensitive. Because it was only not even a full decade removed from uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, and people are like, dude, this is pretty accurate. And they, it was raw still. Uh, the States, when it got released as Godzilla King of the Monsters, kind of removed references to the bombs and nuclear testing, uh, and just made it kind of a monster movie. It's, it's fun, but it loses a lot of its metaphor and its message. Um, if you're going to watch any of the Shawa series, I'd say watch that one. So, the original, uh, Gojira. King of the Monsters is still fun. You can watch it, but it it loses some of the impact. And the great thing is, it's out on DVD in North America. It's out on Blu-ray. It's subtitled. You can... It's good. Because dubs don't always work. Anyways. So, next up is the third film in the franchise, King Kong vs. Godzilla. This one's fun. Uh, it is the, like I said, third in the Shawa series. Uh, after the success of Gojira, there was 
Godzilla Raids Again. Uh, I can't remember what the Japanese title was. It came a year later because uh, it was insanely successful. So let's just do it. Let's get another one out. Um, I don't think the original plan was for this insane long-running franchise. But it birthed it. Uh, and Godzilla Race again is fun, but then it, uh, there was a five or seven year break, something like that. And then we got to King Kong versus Godzilla, which had a whole thing on consumerism, uh, entertainment, just businesses and conglomerates and all that. Um, all the Godzilla, most of the Godzilla movies get into metaphors and all that. Uh, at this point, Godzilla is still kind of a force of nature teetering on a villain. Uh, and they included King Kong. Um, now, this was originally going to be a different movie. I can't remember what. You can look it up online. Wikizilla is a great resource. Um, but they scrubbed it, and then they went with King Kong. But then Kong had some weird additional powers that he's never had that have thankfully never been added again, where Kong is strengthened by electricity for no real reason. And then also Godzilla is weak against electricity for no real reason. Because in the first one, and I'm pretty sure Godzilla raids again, he walks through electrical uh, towers and stuff that are set insanely high to hurt him or kill him, and it does nothing. Uh, it's a fun monster romp. It is difficult to get through at times. I tried to watch it with my wife. I enjoy it. She did not. Um, but some of the enjoyment I get out of these is also seeing how they film stuff, uh, like using remote control tanks and stuff and what are clearly toys and props and stuff, but it still, it still works. It's part of its charm. It's, it's fun. Uh, that's it for the ones that I owe from the Shawa series. Um, the Shawa series is the longest running of all the Godzilla, uh, series pieces, I will say. Because uh, it's had a couple different continuities. Um, Shawa introduced Manila, Hedora, um, or Hedera, King Ghidorah, uh, Mechagodzilla, and a number of those movies were quite good. But then also, as the Shawa series went on, um, in a weird response to the Gamera series, which I haven't watched, but they wanted to appeal to kids because Gamera was killing it with kids. Uh... So they made Godzilla a lot more kid-friendly, and he evolved into the protector of Japan. He started to look less menacing, and then he started to do funny dances. You can look up GIFs. They're hilarious but odd. And including also flying, which was weird. Like, he tuck his tail around his body, kind of jump up in a ball, and use his atomic breath uh, to fly. And then it kind of went out on a bit of a whimper uh, with God's, uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Which was still okay, but it Japan was going through a rough time at the time. In I think it was 1973 or so. I'm not sure. Uh, anyways, then we get to Godzilla 1984, or as it was released in America, The Return of Godzilla. This one was kind of like... We're ignoring every sequel from the Shawa series, and we're just a direct sequel to Gojira. And then we're it's all about getting back to the spirit of it. Uh, there's no other monsters. It's just another Godzilla shows up and wreaks havoc on Japan. They've been loosely preparing for it, but been counting their blessings. 
And then something happens with the sub. It's been a while since I've watched this one. Uh, I just remember liking it a lot. Uh, it's not perfect, but it's it's still a good movie. The score, one of the few not done by Akira Ifukubuke, and I probably butchered his name. Uh, wonderful composer, especially a film composer. Um, he uh, he stepped aside on this one. He thought after the original guy in the suit. Uh, I can't. Re- I unfortunately can't remember his name. Uh, sorry, fans. After he had passed away, if a Kabuke was like, you know what? No, we should be done. Um, but the score is is wonderful, especially in uh, in scenes at the end with some truly heartbreaking music. Um, I really like this one. It's solid. It's worth checking out. It kicked off the Heisei period, which is a mixed bag, but it's one I go to the second most. Almost. Uh, and I'll get to the other ones that I go to more later. Um, but the high sea period is... It's a good one. It's got more modern special effects. After Godzilla 1984, there was a break. And then they got the first new kaiju in forever with uh, Godzilla versus Biollante. And the next one, which unfortunately didn't sell as well, but had an awesome monster, a cool premise, and... A fun movie it was it just didn't it didn't sell as well so after godzilla versus biolante they were all right let's let's re-hit some of the favorites and we'll go from there and then that led us to godzilla this is a double pack uh but we had now which one was first shoot i can't remember which one was first Shoot. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, the first one was Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Or King Ghidorah. Uh, which was wonky. It's fun. It's got some great monster action, but it's it's very wonky. Because uh, it introduced time travel. It's got aliens coming in being like, yo, Godzilla's going to come back. Did Mothra come first? All right, whatever. Whichever one came first, I can't remember. But both are fun. The Mothra one is the better one. But since I'm talking the Ghidorah Ghidorah one, uh, or Ghidorah, both pronunciations work. Uh, Aliens come in from the future. They're like, hey, look, Godzilla's gonna come back. uh, And he will destroy the world. But we can stop this if we go back in time and stop him from being created. And they found a a dinosaur still alive on a island off japan in 1945 or something i can't remember and it was a godzilla source and essentially they killed it and moved it to the bottom of the ocean but the aliens from the future didn't account for look there were two godzillas so you they didn't really do anything they moved one to the bottom of the ocean and they're like hey we removed one from history and instead they created king Ghidorah. uh and when people got back to the future, they were like, oh, dang, Ghidorah, he's gangster. Because Ghidorah is gangster. Um, then you got the other Godzilla coming back, bigger and stronger than ever, killed Ghidorah. And then they used Future Tech to make Mecha King Ghidorah, which was pretty awesome. Uh, then you also, in that mix, we also had Godzilla and Mothra battle for Earth. 
which I just watched the other day. It's really good. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, some of the messaging against consumerism and environmentalism gets very, very heavy-handed and clunky. Like, the Godzilla movies always have messages, but they work it in better than they did with this one. In this one, it's just someone says something, like, Godzilla does something. Oh, I guess that's what man gets for destroying the earth or whatever, uh, not caring about the environment. It's just very heavy-handed. But in terms of the monster action, it's great. It also introduces Batra, who is gangster. Batra is awesome. He is this dark version of Mothra that looks just sick. He's he's awesome. Unfortunately, he was only in the one movie. Uh, I'd love to see Batra come back. Uh, I'm missing some from the high superior. There was Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, or versus Mechagodzilla 2, even though it doesn't share the continuity. Then there was there was definitely another one in there that I'm missing. I'm sorry, I'm not uh, doing a shot-by-shot of all the series. But the final two of the high superior were Godzilla versus Space Godzilla and Godzilla versus Destroya. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla was alright. Um, what it uh, did was... It was a sequel to Godzilla vs. Uh, Mothra in the sense of... Mothra at the end of Battle of Earth flew into space. Uh, it also tied into Biollante because at the end of Biollante it's spores and stuff went up into space. Uh, and then Space Godzilla shows up after Godzilla cells went through a black hole. Biollante was made uh, with a mix of Godzilla cells, plant cells, human cells, and uh, a couple other things. But and Mothra, after fighting Godzilla, might have just had some Godzilla cells on on her. Uh, she flew into space. The cells went through a back black hole, and then you got Space Godzilla. Space Godzilla was all right, cool monster design, but. Also very malicious. It just shows up and goes straight to attack Godzilla. Imprisons Godzilla Jr. Because Godzilla has a son, but not really his son. Uh, like in the Shawa series, Manila just shows up. And I don't care for Manila. But Jr. I do. Jr. was awesome. Uh, it's just another God, a baby Godzilla shows up in an egg. No rhyme or reason. Godzilla didn't lay an egg, but he ends up protecting and caring for this thing. Uh, after Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, we get into the end of the high period in Godzilla vs. Destroya, which is one of the better Godzilla movies. Uh, it ties all the way back to the original Gojira, where a character named uh, Serizawa created the Oxygen Destroyer, which destroys oxygen. Uh, in in a small area, so it's put in water, uh, and within a certain radius, it takes away all oxygen in that area. Not just in the water, but also in cells and things. So he tested a mini one on a thing of fish. It just fish were dead. Like everything got dissolved. It was just the skeletons left, and that's how the original Godzilla ended. He killed himself, so then other. Uh, like, governments couldn't use this in battle and other things because militaries abuse stuff. <laughs> Not getting into that take. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Destroya was a life form that was mutated by the original Oxygen Destroyer. 
And then it came to land. It started attacking people, as monsters do. Destroyer was evil. Just straight out evil. Uh, at this time, Godzilla is also melting down. Uh, it's like, uh, rate, uh, I just can't words. But he's covered in these heating rashes. Like, it looks like his skin is melting. It's like an atomic core is in his chest and it's overheating and it will melt down. Uh, Toho had released a statement being like, Godzilla is dying in this one. So the whole thing is Japan, uh, they are trying to not kill Godzilla, but keep him from melting down. Because if he melts down in one way, it'll be like the strongest nuclear blast ever. The world is toast. The other way, uh, they're afraid if he sinks, like if he goes into the ocean as he melts down, he'll just sink to the core and cause a explosion that way. The science doesn't. It Whatever. It's a movie. It's fun. Uh, so they're trying to keep him alive. Destroya is wrecking things. So they're like, we got to get him to kill Destroya. We got to lead him to Destroya. Uh, Junior dies because Destroya kills him. There's one really sad moment uh, where Godzilla comes over, tries to like breathe radiation on him, uh, and Junior comes to just to die right in front of him. The music is swelling. It's a gorgeous track, uh, gorgeous track and score by Akira Ifukubuke. Um, long story short, Godzilla wins, melts down like legit melts down. Uh, like, the flesh melts, the skeleton melts, uh, and then they're, like, Tokyo's supposed to be uninhabited. I'm spoiling everything. I should put a spoiler up at the front. And Junior uh, absorbs all the radiation and mutates fully into a new Godzilla, and that's where the movie ends. Uh, they ended it there to set up for a trilogy of movies that was going to be released by Sony, I believe. Uh that kicked off with the 1998 Godzilla movie starring Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that one. Uh, I read the original script, and it was substantially better, uh, but then Dean Devlin and... Um, I can't remember. I'm, Ronald Imerick came in, and Imerick's like, I just want to create something from scratch. Like, it's a bad movie. Uh, it'd be a bad movie if it wasn't called Godzilla, but it's especially offensive to Godzilla fans because you're like, this is not Godzilla. It It's an iguana that gets taken down by four friggin' missiles. It's got a similar roar, which was a, a good touch, um, but it looks nothing like Godzilla. It behaves nothing like Godzilla. It's got a very base level similarity in origin, but it's it's a bad movie, and it's a terrible adaptation of Godzilla. Uh, it was not successful, or it, it was, it, but not as much as they wanted it to be. Uh, so they scrapped the the plans for the trilogy, and they released a, a cartoon series that lasted about three seasons that I believe was good. It started restoring more... St it, started restoring more things the Godzilla in that because there was a baby at the end of the movie to set up the sequel um, had the atomic breath which people were like more on board with uh, they adapted Mecha Godzilla with Cyber Godzilla 
Uh, they did Monster Wars. They did all these nods to the long-running Japanese franchise, which as a kid you don't see, but if you're a fan of the franchise, you see. And apparently it's really good. I'm planning on rechecking it out. Uh, so then they jumped into the Millennium Period, uh, which was at that point being like, yo, they did terribly. The heck with this. We're just going to bring Godzilla back. So... They did. The Millennium Period was an interesting one in that aside of Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Tokyo SOS, there were no direct sequels. Every single Millennium film was a direct sequel to the original Gojira. There was no continuity, um, which is both kind of cool because then you're free of... Well, continuity, which can be good, but it's also rough because then almost each movie is inconsequential. So it, it it's odd. It was an odd one to go with. Uh, but it kicked off with Godzilla 2000, which was fun. I can't remember all of them. I haven't seen all the, the um, Millennium series. But the special effects were good. They did some stuff. All Out Monsters Attack is uh, beloved. Um, wait, no, it's not All Out Monsters Attack. It's All Monsters Attack? I can't... Whatever. Um, it is beloved because Godzilla looks evil in that one because his whole thing is Godzilla died, it was reborn, and it's this like the spirits of soldiers killed in World War II uh, by the Japanese or something. I can't quite remember, but he's got pale eyes like they made him look evil. Um... The ending to that one was Godzilla Final Wars, which is a fun monster romp. It just does not hold up that well, and it's it's an odd movie. Uh, the first half is very Matrix-inspired. Godzilla doesn't show up properly until about an hour into the movie. Aliens invade. Everybody wears leather coats. Um... Yeah, it's weird. It was to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Godzilla because it came out in 2004. So it is packed with monsters. But because of that, every monster is just wiped out quick. It's just a cameo fest. Uh, (laughs) Toho bought the rights to the 1998 Godzilla, renamed him Zilla, just to have him killed in roughly 10 seconds. He shows up. Godzilla shoots his atomic breath. It dodges it. He hits him with the tail, his tail into the Sydney Opera House. And then wastes him with the atomic breath. Zilla shows up in IDW's Godzilla comics later. Uh, and is treated much better. And he's a fun monster in his own right. When he's just not Godzilla. Um, yeah. Final Wars is fun to check out. It's got some decent special effects, some really great suit animation. Uh, God's, the fight with Godzilla and Monster X slash Kaiser Ghidorah, or Ghidorah, again, sorry for spoiling, uh, is, is a fun one. And then it was... It's an odd movie, because it's, it's to celebrate the entire series, so it includes... Nods to all this stuff all the way back to the Shawa series, um, like Manila. But, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's not my favorite. Like, at points, it's 
it's comparable to a dumb popcorn flick, but the second half is the one I watch. Uh, yeah. So then we had a long break from Godzilla because the idea was we're gonna we're gonna take a break for a number of years. About ten years later, America released a new Godzilla movie, which had people nervous. I love it. Uh, it is just simply called Godzilla, and it is a much better adaptation than the 1998 Godzilla. It was directed by Gareth Edwards, who also directed Rogue One, which was wonderful. Um, I said Rogue, right? I was worried I said Rogue. Anyways, uh, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. It's such a better adaptation than the 1998 one, because even though they changed Godzilla's origin, where the nuclear bombs do nothing... Uh, like, nuclear energy attracts him, but it didn't create him. Uh, and he's more of a, f- like, a force of nature just to balance out the world. It looked like Godzilla enough, even though there were design changes. It had the atomic breath. It had a very similar roar that fans could be like, no, I still get this character. It's a new one, but there's enough there that I get it. Um... I, I really enjoy the movie. I know some people like how little he is in it, uh, which is a criticism I get, but I also understand. Like, they went jaws on it. It was, if you see him the whole time, like, it could take it away. Uh, so the little snippets to build up to the full shots were great, because then when you got the full shots, it was awesome. It's also one of the few movies I've seen in the past, I'll say... Uh five to ten years where i actually got giddy like a school school girl at one point as i was watching it and they did the charge up for the atomic breath listener you can't see it but viewer you can i'm sitting there like like my hands are my hands are flailing in front of me um because it's something i'd seen since i was a kid like watching the marathons on space so it was just like I got so stoked for it. Um, yeah, it's not a perfect movie, but it's a really enjoyable one. And it's easily the best American Godzilla movie. We'll see if uh, King of the Monsters and then uh, Godzilla vs. Kong proves me wrong. Or proves it wrong and they're better. King of Monsters looks awesome. And Ghidorah, Ghidorah in that looks so gangster. But I digress. Uh the MonsterVerse then... Actually, no. I'll jump back to the MonsterVerse in a sec. In response, because of how good and how well-recepted Godzilla was, Japan did a new Godzilla movie, just simply called Shin Godzilla. or It got a limited release in the States called Godzilla Resurgence. It might be one of... it, Or it is one of the best Godzilla movies. The interesting thing is, it shares no continuity at all. It's a full, actual reboot. Uh, It even ignores the original Gojira. Uh, It's an update. It's still Godzilla is a destructive force of nature. Uh, Nuclear testing and energy did did somewhat create it, but it was a prehistoric uh, sea life form. And then throughout the whole movie, it just constantly evolves. When you first see it, you're like, what the heck is that? Uh, How does that become Godzilla? But it 
just keeps growing over the course of the movie and changing and evolving. Uh, the movie has some of the best use of human characters because let's be honest, human characters are always a huge part of Godzilla movies. They're often the most boring part. I can't say the case for this movie. Uh, that's the case for this movie. Uh, it's all just political people as this stuff just unfolds rapidly going through the red tape, not knowing what to do, so, like just infighting, uh, which is a fun representation and probably accurate about what actually happens uh, with political stuff. <laughs> so it's not like a commentary like Trump bad or liberals bad or anything like that, but it's still showing how with politics divisive action doesn't always happen right away uh when it's sorely needed the easily best scene in the movie is godzilla's attack on tokyo which is a staple for these movies but it's slowly built to and then it's apex is hit in the hour there's a great shot where he's standing you see the trail of destruction behind him because he's just been walking in a straight line uh, and then in partnership with the states, they've tried to abandon the city as much as possible. They send some B-2 bombers to attack him to hopefully kill him. And then the bombs actually do hurt him. And that's when Godzilla uses his atomic breath. In this movie, it's purple. All other movies, it's blue, except for the spiral, uh, the spiral red variant that showed up in the Heisei period and was last seen in, uh... Godzilla Final Wars, uh, and the atomic breath scene is amazing. The score is gorgeous. Uh, it's heartbreaking. It's it's one of those rare scenes in movies where it's awesomely heartbreaking, beautifully tragic, uh, because you know, like all this destruction going on. You know, like there's there's unfortunate death on a wide scale, which is bad. But it's also under like scored so gorgeously with the music, but then also the visuals, they're just stunning. Like you I love that scene. <laughs> uh it's it's definitely the apex of the movie. Uh and it's it's one that I'd recommend to non Godzilla fans. Uh you can get the DVD in North America. Uh you can watch the dubbed English version, which is as far as dubs go, alright. Um or actually pretty good outside of a couple points. But you could also just watch the Japanese version with English subtitles. Uh, yeah, check that one out. It's great. Uh, then after that, there's three Godzilla anime movies on Netflix. I've only seen the first one and I just was, wasn't that impressed. That seems to be the, uh, the uh, common common perception uh give me one sec because i want to pronounce it right so the one i definitely want to see and uh huge shout out to redeemed otaku their podcast focuses on anime um and other uh other Japanese uh, forms of entertainment and other world forms of entertainment, I guess. Sorry, that's a terrible summation. Look them up. They're a really solid podcast. They've done some great reviews for the anime Godzilla movies. Um, and 
their, their review of the third one was particularly good. So after back to the MonsterVerse though, and that's where we're ending off. Uh, we got Kong Skull Island, which is my second favorite, or possibly tied with the original King Kong for my first favorite Kong movie. Um, it is awesome because it's not a slave to the original King Kong movie. Like the original King Kong movie had a sequel. Son of Kong, then it had a remake, and that remake had a sequel, and then it was remade again in 2005. Uh, and even Kong showing up in the Toho movie, uh, in Godzilla vs. Kong, and then King Kong Escapes, which was bad, uh, and I didn't show because it's bad, and I don't have it. Uh, all of them are very much... Uh, a slave to the original and i get it the original is what it is it's a fantastic film but when you see the same stuff the same beats the same references over and over and over uh, especially as it's been remade so many times it loses its charm this was the first kong movie in possibly ever that well actually yeah no first one where he didn't climb a giant building uh, didn't die getting, or almost die, falling off the building, getting shot by planes. Uh, didn't T-bone a, uh, T-Rex's or other monster's jaw. Like, all the classic Kong tropes weren't there. There were brief references to them. But it got to be its own thing. Which was awesome. Uh, it, it, it is, it is a flawed movie. But it's one I enjoy a lot. Um... And it was a nice, uh, loose sequel, in a way, or prequel, to, uh, to Godzilla. It's in the same universe, Monarch's there, and they reference the, uh, a ship, an accident that is referenced in Godzilla during, uh, Monarch's, uh, speech to Brody. Like, that Sarazawa is telling him. Anyway, uh, John Goodman's in it, he's great. I just watched it last night, I, I enjoyed a lot. Uh, it has one of my favorite monster kills because it's very original. Um, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, so that about wraps it up. Uh, the Godzilla franchise is one I substantially dig. I encourage people to check it out. If you want, like, I don't want to say highbrow film, but if you want, like, artful topical but not like current topical but like a movie with a message then the ones to check out especially are the 1954 original gojira and shin godzilla um the others do have messages to varying degrees but they're more fun monster romps uh if you want a good solid movie then the 2014 american godzilla is a great one if you or 1984's return of godzilla or any of the, not any of the ones with Mothra, but most of the ones with Mothra are solid, but they're more fun monster romps. Um, and then also a solid movie, Kong Skull Island. I'll leave it there. Yeah, I don't know how to end these. So, dear listener, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It definitely went longer than I anticipated. But let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, let me know if you think uh, this is, me doing the solo is something you'd be more up for. Uh, I hope it was fun for you. I hope it was entertaining. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. 
check out the Godzilla movies I recommended. And also, look if you haven't seen it, look up the trailer for uh, Godzilla King of All Monsters coming out in May. Looks awesome. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy. Have a wonderful day, and God bless, my friends. Take care.